0: Today I have for you three more techniques for next level video stories. It's all about creative video making and this is part three of a little mini series that I've put together for you. So today I am getting into lights, graphics and music and that doesn't quite have the usual ring to it, does it? Normally it's lights, camera, action and that is what most of us in the industry call at the beginning of a shoot. But lately, I have been challenging myself and you to think outside the film canister. If you've been playing along at home, you'll know that this is actually part three of the mini series, which is all about helping you produce creative and engaging videos that will leave your audience wanting more, more and more. And that's what it's really all about, isn't it? Creating work that people will want to see and attracting a really engaged audience to share your work with. In part one, which is also episode 20, if you want to jump back to it, I looked at camera angles, movements, and specialty shots. And then in part two, episode 21, I turned my eye to on-screen performance, voiceover and narration, as well as sound effects. And now it's time for installment three, and this week I'm covering off three techniques that will ensure that you create next level video stories. It's really great to have you join me as I explore all the things that can help you make great videos. Because let's face it, no one sets out to make a boring video. That is what can happen, though, when you don't have all the information you need to make a great one. And sometimes just a few small pointers can take a dull video and really make it shine online. I've been creating video content for well over a decade, and this podcast is where I share all the things I've learned with you so that you can get in the fast lane to make your own great videos. So if you prefer to have visuals, you can easily watch the companion videos over at the Moonshine Communications Academy on the YouTube channel. Just type Moonshine Communications Academy into the YouTube search bar and it'll pop up with all the episodes ready for you to watch. Now, there's no time like the present, so I'm just going to get cracking and get straight into it. Did you know that you can add flair to your video with lighting? So this is technique number one for today. We're talking all about lighting and thanks to social media, our enduring need to look camera ready all the time, and I'm very glad there's not a camera on me today, but we do have lighting tools that have become far more accessible and a lot more affordable. You've probably seen ring lights and there's even flash guns that can be affixed to your smartphone that can be bought online or at most department stores. For only a few hundred dollars, even if it's that much. But if you want your video to look as professional as possible and still be very creative, you might need to dial things up a touch. If you watch the Moonshine Moonshot YouTube series, which I host with my co-producer, Mike Hill, you might have noticed that we tend to stick to a really traditional lighting setup. And while it's effective it's not all that creative. It simply lights up the set and removes all the shadowing. So it's just it just means everything's in full light, but not particularly creative. So what are some other lighting techniques that could be tried out? Well, here's a favourite. It's called noir-style lighting, and it's something that many emerging filmmakers gravitate towards, probably because it is very interesting on screen. It's a technique that uses light and shadow to indicate mood. It can add real depth and drama to your video story and make it feel almost dreamlike or nightmarish, perhaps. Now, I personally am a huge fan of Orson Welles and his film The Lady from Shanghai. So if you grab a copy of that, you can see some of the finest noir style lighting that there is, in my humble opinion at least. And you'll also enjoy some classic cinema at its greatest not to mention Rita Hayworth and Orson Welles himself. Definitely recommend checking that one out. It's a really good story. Another option for your lighting is putting your on-screen talent under a spotlight. This is great if you're doing an interview style video where the heat is on and the questions are intense or maybe even accusatory You can up the ante further by having the interviewer backlit to create a real separation between the interviewee and the interviewer. You see this a lot in cop shows, you know, when they're doing the interrogation and the interviewer being the cop is often sort of dark and shadowy whereas the guilty party is really well lit, really in the spotlight, really creates that sense of intimidation. You might want to watch a few shows and really start to pick apart the way that they've put their lighting together and the way it actually emphasises the mood or enhances the, the character in any given scene. Something else you might want to consider doing is including a background colour wash, which can help to weave unexpected shadows or shapes onto your set. And colours can help symbolise mood or feeling. So if you've got a yellow, it's often considered a warming shade, whereas blues usually cool things right down. So if you're making a documentary about a true crime, a blue colour wash might help to elevate your storytelling. And the story is the key to finding the right lighting for your video. So make sure you give some consideration to the story you're telling before picking up your lighting technique. And again, I just really think just Watch the things that are related, similar genre, similar storytelling to what you're doing and have a look at the way they've utilised their lighting because that could be a really big help to how you want to apply it to your own project. But if you are struggling to visualize any of these techniques that I'm talking about here, just check out episode 22 of the Moonshine Moonshot episodes on YouTube. And again, you just type in Moonshine Communications Academy into the YouTube search bar and our channel will come up where you can see Mike and I playing around with these different lighting techniques that I've just explained and you'll get the full visual experience, which will really help you um, get a better understanding of everything that I've just shared with you. Now, my next technique that I am going to share with you today is why you need to incorporate graphics. Graphics are a very simple way to make your videos far more creative and impactful. They can have a huge amount of value without costing a bomb or sucking too much time out of your packed schedule. And they're also great for brand identity and awareness, not to mention the They are excellent means to enhance your video's key messages. Plus, the options are almost endless. From lower thirds, which means the name titles and animated logos... There are lots of ways to have fun with graphics and turn your video into a visual feast. Remember, it's also a great way to add dynamics to your video because putting some on-screen graphics just helps mix things up and keeps your eyes moving around and that really helps to keep your audience engaged. So if you're producing an informational video with lots of pieces of camera, Graphics are a really powerful way to keep things a bit more dynamic and visually stimulating for your audience. And you might want to introduce a full screen slide, for example, with bullet points or a quote to clarify the points that you or your talent is speaking to. And graphics also add visual structure in your storytelling. You can use on-screen title cards as what we can call breakers, and that can add tempo and texture to your video's narrative. You don't need to start from scratch either. You probably have a whole suite of branded assets on file that you can incorporate into your video to make it pop. Tools like Canva enable you to twist static images into moving masterpieces in just a few clicks, but you can also turn to a professional graphic designer for a little bit extra assistance and often just looking at places like Upwork are a great place to find graphic designers who can do this kind of motion graphics work. So if you've got some questions on anything that I am discussing just head over to Instagram put at Moonshine Communications Academy into the search and you can leave a comment or DM me directly and please join me there by hitting the follow button and then you'll get loads more tips and updates right into your Instagram feed and don't we all need that just a little bit more in our Instagram feed. Anyway let's turn the beat around. Okay, I could not resist that pun is because my next tip is all about music. And one of the secrets to amazing videos is music. It can really help to elicit emotion in your viewers, set the scene and just make your video more interesting overall. And have you ever noticed that in scary movies, if you turn the sound off, they're actually not as scary because it's the power of the music. So how do you know what sort of music is right for your project? Well, there are millions upon millions of tracks out there. So where do you start? For one, you can engage a composer to craft a completely original and unique piece. Of course, composers don't come cheap and their pieces vary wildly depending on what you need. So if you're on a strict budget, there are a stack of stock libraries that let you license low cost and even free tracks. I've used all of these options and I promise that they can all inject some much needed creativity into your videos. If you're really stuck on what sort of sound to go for, just check out some other videos that generate a similar type of story or emotion to what you're producing. What sort of music is used in those videos? What sort of music do you like? What sort of music will enhance your story out of mood, think happy, bubbly, energetic or slow and rhythmical? What are you trying to evoke from your audience? What sort of music do they like? If you're not sure who your audience is yet, that is okay, but make sure you do give it some thought because if you know who they are, it will be easy to research what sort of music that they listen to and that will really help steer the type of music you need for your project. For bigger film projects like the documentaries that we produce at Moonshine Agency, recently Conquering Cancer and Deadly Heart, well, we had the music composed And a good deal of research was done into who the audiences were for those projects before we briefed the composer. But for shorter videos that are less likely to be seen on a cinema screen, we're much more likely to use a music library, something like Premium Beat, to source the sound. And my top tip is if your video is more than 90 seconds long, consider using more than one music track because it will really add more dynamic range to your story. Also, it'll stop it getting monotonous for the audience. One more tip is watch your sound mix because if the music is too loud and complete and it competes with the dialogue, your audience will struggle to actually hear what your on-camera talent is saying. And that can be very frustrating for the viewer. So go on, get busy and try out some or all of these techniques to get more creative with your videos. And if you haven't already, please hit subscribe on whatever platform you're on so that you don't miss part four of this series on making creative video projects. So to recap on what I talked about today, these are the techniques that I recommend. One, playing with your lighting, experiment with different lighting styles. Utilise graphics, they're very inexpensive and really, really enhance your videos, and incorporate music. So try out some or all of these ideas and let me know what worked for you and what didn't and what you hadn't been brave enough to try. But better still, send me a link to your video because I'd love to see it. And of course, if you'd like to keep learning with me, please join me over at the Define Your Ideal Audience online course. I'll show you how to find the right audience for your next film project so that you have the best chance of making a major impact when you share it with the world. That's all from me for this episode but please don't forget next Tuesday part four is going to be coming out in this series on how to make more creative videos. Speak to you soon.